Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. When they go low, I just hit the high notes. And we are here with the one and only Miss Sarah Frazier. He's got a beautiful singing voice, everybody. Oh my God, David Yanjev, you crack me up. Oh, the first. So, what? Tell we me, have we so, have much- so much RHOP dirt to dish on, so much. Uh, we have a lot. We have to talk about Shannon. Are, are you drinking? Is that liquor or is that just like an orange juice? She's what? drinking over there. Guys. Do you think it is a giant mimosa? No, it's citrusel. Um, shout out to all my IBS, uh, you know, fellow comrades. Oh. Um, if you have IBS or like any sort of like bowel issues, basically you have to drink soluble fiber. Oh, you do? Well, I did on my high dose of um, semi-glutide, but now that I've become a doctor, I've gone to medical school in the past year, apparently, and did in one year what takes people 20 years. Apparently, I have my medical license now, um, and I've redosed myself on the uh, semi-glutide. Now I'm okay. Wait, wait, wait. When you were on the higher dose, were you constipated or you were going to the bathroom all the time? Uh, Just all of the above plus everything. My stomach was on fucking fire it was not pleasant wow people don't really everyone's oh no i'm in a good mood because i feel healthy that's why i've been in a good mood lately people love the ozempi though i'll tell you what oh my I god love the ozempi. Now, people are like ozempic is going to be bigger than ai it's going to save more people's lives i told you this many times um i'm back on the manjaro i've i've really i've really gone wild i'm like so rogue i've stopped the generic semi-glutide and now i'm back on the brand manjaro by the way none of this is i'm not i'm just 
it's not like I'm having a three hour discussion and then deciding to do this. I'm just deciding things on my own. Okay. Okay. Don't worry about it, people. Um, I'm still here with everybody. Um, yes, that's Candace's tech. It's Countess Luann and like Erica and like Melissa Gorga with her on display. I mean, are these women jealous? How did our girl Candy Girl for the first time in Housewives history, she's singing the tagline, bravo, Candy Gal. And people have come for Candy Gal and Candy Gal has clapped back and said like, for everyone who has a problem with her tagline, she says, come to me and I'll give you a hug. She says they deserve a hug. Um, before we get into everything, because our HOP is going to premiere November 5th, this I know. weekend. Hell of a lineup. We're getting so much. Yeah. yeah girl, we have RHOM, RHOBH. What do you think of uh, Jizzy, Jizz, and Robin? They're at it again. That's not behind a firewall this time, but they're at it yeah. on the podcast. Now, granted, girls, I respect a podcast hustle because that's what I do here. Yeah, we that's do what Sarah does. But so they've opened their mouth and they're saying some stuff about Chris Bassett that they, they believe this stuff, right? They believe um, Robin Dixon, you got to give it to Robin. She, she doesn't care what rumors there are about want. She got to come for somebody else. She basically says that she's seen enough proof. I think, and I don't know if she gets, I did not listen to the podcast episode, full disclosure, but I don't know if she's see. I think she says she's seen receipts and I don't know if she's referring to like, the receipts that we've heard about, you know, so far about the alleged mistress or if she has seen other info. I took it like she's seen other info and she says that Chris Bassett is a cheater. I find this ironic considering they also released a second trailer of RHOP, which is just about Juan and Robin's cheating. It is such an awkward trailer. I feel so bad for her of either they refuse to communicate on camera or their relationship is just like that because they kind of end up on this sofa and she's like, yeah, you know, it's been a rough time. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, you know, with all the cheating rumors or whatever. And he's like, oh yeah, right. Well, that, that hotel um, receipt was dumb, you know, but, and then it's like, well, okay, guys, well, I think there's a lot more than that. I mean, you don't know. Are they going to be transparent on this season or are, are they going to kind of dance around it? I mean, I hear they're still together. I don't know. I mean, maybe she just doesn't care or she really believes him. I'm so uh, like, that one's a confusing one for me. That one's a confusing one. Again, I think I said this on the Patreon. You know, if Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell, who have not gotten married, who are in their 70s, if they are going to break up, I will fall to the floor in disbelief. Meryl Streep, 45 years. What is going on? Meryl Streep is getting a divorce. So if Dorit and PK really are separated, if Robin and Juan don't last, if if Candace and Chris don't last, no, 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 and no. None of those three are going to shock me. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to be mean. It's just... I hate to keep quoting her, but you quoted her the last episode. As Sutton Strack says, where there's smoke, there's fire. There's fire. It's true. I mean, look, good for Robin for, I mean, but like, right, like you said, is this well, going to be- a good for Robin or is it like our our friend Carlos King famously said that if he was producing the show, he would have flown to Maryland and said, all right, you have two choices. You two are either going to talk about this and remain on the show or you're not because- this was such a huge X factor that you did not publish. 
I mean, are they kind of like going to do, are we really going to get any new info? Are we going to get, I mean, I don't think Juan is working. I don't think he has a new coaching gig. Listen, I am, you know, you, we, there. we like praised Beverly Hills last season. I, I mean, last episode, I'm, I'm blinded by the money. I don't know. I'm cautiously optimistic about this season at Potomac, but I agree with you. I, I agree with you. I'm not writing off this season at Potomac before it even starts as being great because yeah, from that trailer, it looks like, are we going to get some watered down version of Robin and Juan? And, you know, Candace has clapped back, which I think is very yeah. interesting. She has not clapped back at the woman that is alleging this, which I understand, like, they're just so beneath you, Candy Gal, because they're not on the show. Let's not give it light. But she's clapped back at Robin and Giselle. She's saying, Giselle, she's alluding to, like, you know, hired boyfriends. I'm assuming she's alluding to Jason from from Winter House, the hot Jason who's been on my podcast, you know, because we see him pop up in that scene that Giselle, that this is, like, her fake story live, you know, the pastor, and she's clapped back at Robin of, like, it is to me, it rings of here we go again with the green eyed bandits, Jizzy Jizz and Robin. Like, this is the problem with Potomac. Everybody to me, except Candace, is, is, and maybe Mia, is you, you throw smoke on the fire, you pour gasoline on the fire that is everyone else's drama just to avoid having to deal with your own real stuff. And, and we just can't have that again to the point. If I was Carlos, I would ask Carlos to, to drop the private jet here in the Hamptons and pick me up. And I'd like to go with Carlos down to Maryland and shake some sense into these girls. Hey. Laid, like you have the like this could be such a great season of Potomac. So I'm. I, I want to love it. Trust me. I am loving this season of Salt Lake. I am loving this season of Beverly Hills. I want to love this. I got to feel that something is real here in Potomac. It's 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 like enough already. Go but on. Wait a minute. What did you make of this part of, of Candace's statement? If you it, this is what she said to the women, if you would just shut the fuck up and worry about your boyfriends for hire and cheating husbands, you wouldn't have to post, quote, proof that you weren't behind yet another plot against someone's family. Did you say that? She's insinuating that Robin and Giselle are behind the Chris Bassett Ooh. cheating rumors. Uh, Candace very smart. I think Candace is, I think there's a reason we haven't heard from her. Like, I don't know if she's gathering proof on those two other women and she's going to drop bombshells, but like Candace is very reactive. So if she's not reacting Something is a brewing. You know what I'm saying? Like either the story is true or she's like, oh, you did this to me. Like you guys set me up or you guys encourage this and you just wait. I'm going to like, I don't know. I feel like she's, you know what I mean? It's a little too quiet. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority, and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water, and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all-in-one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carb, 
bars, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. I've been so honest with you guys over the past year about my struggle with my weight. And I'll admit it, for me, eating is an emotional experience. When I get stressed out and whatever with this job, I turn to food for comfort. And that's why when I heard of Noom, it made so much sense to me because Noom helps manage weight through a psychology-based approach. They understand that a lot of us eat for emotional needs. So many weight loss programs that I tried focused on what I eat, but Noom is using science to help me understand why I eat. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Noom's psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easy to maintain. The best part, you decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. How awesome is that? Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. You guys know that looking younger than my age is very important to me. I'm sorry, I don't like the wrinkles on my face. No, look, I've been told my whole life that wrinkle creams were the easiest way to look younger, and I've tried everything on the market, and nothing really has seemed to work for me. Now that I'm here in LA, I discovered this great doctor, Dr. John Lakey. He's a world-renowned Beverly Hills beauty expert, and he's told me, of course, Dave, that most wrinkle fillers on the market are nothing but glorified moisturizers. He was telling me they could hardly make a dent on your appearance, and actually some could be harmful to your skin. Well, he's come up with a revolutionary anti-aging breakthrough. He says it's almost like Photoshop for your face. In light of this amazing breakthrough, Dr. Lakey has released a step-by-step video to the public where he outlines exactly how to do this simple solution from home. Once you watch this, you're actually going to be mad about how easy it is to visibly erase the wrinkles from view. I don't understand how it works, but I really don't care. The results are great. It's like, thank you. So listen, you can find out more about this yourself. Go to bhmd one dot com slash velvet that's bhmd1.com slash velvet you guys need to step into a world of non-stop action on DraftKings casino play classics like blackjack roulette and slots plus enjoy exclusive games you can't find anywhere right now new customers can get a deposit match of up to 100 in casino credits when you deposit five dollars or more download the DraftKings casino app now sign up with promo code velvet and new customers Customers get a deposit match of up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code VELVET. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania.
Pennsylvania, West Virginia. Please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in West Virginia. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 800-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 or over. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. One per opted in new customer. Minimum deposit $5. Max match $100 in casino credit, which require one playthrough within seven days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice. Restrictions apply. Look, for I agree with you. For Candace not to react on Twitter, I mean, she's so good at it. She could take anyone out, right? With just like the drop of a hat. So I kind of agree with you. Like, what's up with Candace that she hasn't really reacted? I still just, I don't know. I don't, I'm going to, I'm going to just go with my heart on this and not believe it until there's proof. It wouldn't, I don't, I'm not backtracking on what I just said. Like, it wouldn't shock me if this whole marriage fell apart because I believe that with most marriages, because I have a realistic view of the world um, or cynical, but I, I really hope it's not true, right? I, I don't wish harm on anyone. No, I but- like both of them a lot. Um, I hope it's not true either. They seem connected, but, you know, television is hard. It's hard to be on TV with marriages, I think, for the most part. I mean, you know. Well, what do you think of Dorit and PK? I mean, you know, they have come out and spoken to People Magazine, and they said that they are not separated. They are choosing to, you know, focus on, you know, rebuilding their family in a hard, difficult year. And if they are separated, why? Is it the tax problems that he owes close to a million and she owes 90000 and, you it know, only- money troubles? My thing is with them is it would only be finance. I think they're crazy about each other. Your friend, Rachel, you could tell, says that he's like mad about Dory, right? Like, I think the only thing that could come between them is, you know, you never know somebody's spending habits in your relationship. You know, if he's a person that can't stop spending, you know, that's hard to overcome because no matter what you do, you're just always in a hole. And you know, because the rumor was that she's the one that sep- wants separate, not him. But well, I- listen, having come from the same high school as Dorit, we uh-huh. were raised, you know, like it wasn't, no one was starving to death, you know, like we all did well for ourselves. Well, our, our parents did, but you know, it is, I, she has good hometown, you know, Connecticut values, you know, like we were, but look, look at the TV. I mean, girlfriend isn't exactly not spending herself. I mean, doesn't seem like PK is forcing her to dress head to toe Balmain and head to toe, you know, Dior and head to toe Chanel. And I mean, girlfriend seems to spend like, it's almost like, you know, and I don't even mean this in an insulting way. Like I think of them as like Bonnie and Clyde, you know, I think of Melissa and Joe as Bonnie and Clyde. And I think of them as Bonnie and Clyde. Like to me, they're two peas in a pod, Dory and PK. I think they're perfect for each other. Rachel has called me and said, I need to come back on the podcast immediately to discuss this. She is actually a great person to have on to discuss this just because she dated PK. Um, We might, we'll have Rachel back on everyone settle down. Um, There's only seven days in a week. So I don't know. Do you think they're, because people says no, but I mean, 
We also did an article on people with Kyla Mauricio that said that they weren't separating and life was hunky dory. No, they people did an article. They were separated. Then Kyle and Mo said, no, we're not. No, we're not. Then they said, yes. I mean, people is one of those ones like Vanity Fair, like I'll just say the L.A. Times entertainment section. You know, they're pretty I think um, when they publish it, it's pretty almost 99 percent of the time accurate. But people has ah. published the pu- people didn't announce that that PK and Dory were separated. I think it was like in touch or us weekly or they something. did the opposite. They said exclusive. Right. They're not separating. And these are their statements. I don't know. I'm going to keep an eye on this one. I don't not believe it, but I don't believe it. I'm a little torn on this one. I'm a little look. I, I don't think everything is perfect. But I agree with you. It's just like same thing with Candace and Chris. It's like, why is this the night of, of the premiere? This is the coming week. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah like the Not week. Or the night. Yeah. It's it's like, uh, it's a little strange to me. I don't buy it. I don't buy it to your, listen, if you ask me right now, who is more likely to get a formal divorce? A, Chris well, not even that. Let's stick with Beverly Hills. Kyle and Mauricio or PK injury. I would say Kyle and Mauricio, I am more inclined to believe will be separating. To me, it's over between Kyle and Mauricio. It is over. It is not fake. Some of the actions might be fake, but it's over. Kyle and Mauricio are not together. It is over. They're getting divorced. It will be amicable. You don't throw away 27 years. They will be friends. They will be in the same room. They will do business together. God knows what, but they're getting divorced. It is over. I don't believe that with PK and Kyle. That's, I mean, PK and Dorit. That's just me. All right. I like that take. I agree with that. Thank you. Is Jen Shaw going to have a new cellmate in Shannon Bedore? No, I kid. I kid because it's different things. And I know federal, I'm kidding. But that is my segue to Shannon Bedore might be in trouble here, girlfriend. Ms. Bedore blew a blood alcohol level three times the legal limit. In fact, she blew 2.24, which is so high. You're usually at blackout, incoherence, falling down, cutting yourself and not even realizing it because you can no longer feel pain. That's how oh. he was. I'll Boy. be honest with you. I don't think I've ever been. I mean, I, I love to get drunk. When's the last time you've been like blackout? 2.4 is like blackout. When, oh, well, my God. Define, so define blackout. Define blackout. Like, do I think I've ever been drunk enough that I don't, that I would think I could hurt myself without knowing it? Now, once I ended up in the emergency room because I was running home, it was cold in New York, and I went to fall and I fell against like a fence. Oh, let's not get into it. And I had to go right to the emergency room. Ouch. But I mean, I also was not the current age that I am. Shannon's 56. Now, blackout, what do you mean by blackout? Like you wake up and all the lights are on and all your clothes are on. And there's like two empty pizza boxes that came to your house that you ordered that you don't remember ordering. And you hope the person that delivered the pizza didn't break in and steal all your stuff. And you hope you also paid them and tipped them. Sure, that happens. That happens to all of us, right? Yeah, but recently? Um, I mean, like recently, like in the past two months, three months, four months that I can think of, no. Do, do I think that probably happened in the past 365 days once probably sure doesn't happen for me since like i don't know probably five years ago i mean mean, like i've been blackout for sure but uh 
No, it probably happens. It, listen, it probably happens it's like once a year to me, maybe ish. Sometimes you, sometimes you wake up, Sarah, you know, you look around, you're like, where the fuck am I? And then, you know, you remember where you are and who, who you're with. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Sometimes it takes, sometimes it takes it. Look, everything like, thank God. But you know, yeah, every now and then that happens. Not often. Listen, I'm really not a big drinker anymore in life. It doesn't really, but I mean, I just, I love like two or three martinis when I'm out. You've been out with me, girl. I don't get like, you see, I, one martini is never enough. And it's usually two and often three. And then we go home. I, mean, I can't even imagine you at blackout. So what do you, what do you make of this? I mean, she's been officially charged with two forms of DUI, reckless endangerment um, and something else. So she's got a court date. Um, I mean, I don't know. You think she's going to do some jail time? I mean, she blew really She's charged with DUI. She's charged with hit and run. It's 0.24, three times the legal limit. She's 59, I think, not 56. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, what's the alternative? Community service? Like, I think it's serious. I Listen, I, I'm going to go back and say this. I'm not convinced that Shannon, I still believe everybody is coming back to the OC, but I'm not 100% sure. This is just like with Jersey. It wouldn't shock me if Shannon was put on pause because of this. And because of that, I don't think they're just going to put her on pause. I think they'll take it as a excuse to get rid of Gina as well. So I see either scenario one, that Gina, that everyone is back, which I think is going to happen, or scenario two, Shannon gets put on pause and they get rid of Gina as well. Vicki Gumbelson asking for the same amount of money or she's not coming back is not never going to happen. There is a 0% chance Vicki Gumbelson is getting $900,000 to return to the OC. I but don't think your that's bet happening. is your bet. Everyone, your bet is that everybody's coming back, including Shannon Bador. Like I that think so, but I still don't think it's a guarantee. Everyone that's like, "Are you dumb? Are you an idiot? This is her storyline." No, wake up. These are not reality shows. These are fake scenarios. They don't really want the too too dark and too deep, and it just. It might be too much. It might be too much. DUI, the, the, the hit and run. This is actually really serious. And I really, really, really don't have any tolerance for drunk driving. Like you've got to fucking be kidding me. You and I are very lucky that we don't have anyone in our lives close to us that has been killed from a drunk driving. I guarantee you there is somebody listening to us right now that has. Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone listening. Oh, yeah, no, I, I'm with you. And it's... um. We, you and I have talked about this. I think it's, you know, when you're 21, your brain isn't fully developed. It's not an excuse to be drunk driving, but I see how kids make dumb, dumb, dumb mistakes. When you're a 59-year-old woman with the means to call a friend, a cab, an Uber, I mean, it's just like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, and you know, the you're old enough to have lost people. You know, like the stakes are high. You know how serious it is. It's just like, I don't know. I mean, you know, her friends, including Vicky, say she is incredibly remorseful. She's like heartbroken. And, you know, Jeff Lewis, they blame it on uh, John Jansen, that John lives this retired lifestyle, loves to drink, loves to hang out. And she is in love with John more than she said that, you know, she said that John is like her kryptonite. So, you know, people do crazy things when they're in love. I guess that's what it is. But I agree with you. I think it's very, very serious. I mean, she's definitely going to pay 
$10,000 plus in fines plus a lawyer. Um, but that's not and like that won't. And I mean, look, I mean, yeah, I felt bad for her at the reunion. It was like, oh, my God, everyone agrees with my advice that I gave her last week about like, and I'll follow up on that advice. I understand everything you just said, but a couple of things is what I have a problem with. First of all, she didn't have her phone. So everyone's going to say, Sarah, she couldn't have called anyone. I can tell you my phone is my life. I, I would freak out if I lost my phone more than my wallet. I know when I'm black out, I still would not, for me, I'm pretty sure, I, I like, I don't know. I have that instinct of like, David, you're not safe. Like you have to go to bed or just pass out. Again, it happens like once or it's a year or two, but I don't think I would ever get behind a car. No, I don't drive. But I just think I know when I'm in that state that I wouldn't be like, I need my phone that bad. Like, I understand why she did it. That's not an excuse. And I disagree with Vicky and I disagree with Jeff. At this point, to me, it's pure fucking enabling. Vicky making excuses, Jeff making excuses. I say the opposite. This is what I think Shannon needs to do. I think she needs to go to a program, check herself in, get some help. And when she comes out, I'm going to give, I said this before, I think she needs to pick a busy restaurant in Orange County not not the quiet woman. She needs to pick a busy restaurant that she's never been to hot and trendy. And on Saturday night, she needs to drive herself there. She can still drive after the program. And she needs to sit at a booth and she needs to get a menu and she needs to order a full dinner. And she needs to sit there while everyone in the place is on a date with their family. And she needs to sit in her uncomfort of being alone. And it's going to be the most uncomfortable meal she ever had. And guess what? The next Saturday, she's going to do it again somewhere else. I don't want you going to the same place so you get to know the waiter and the staff. Every Saturday for 52 weeks, Wow. <laughs> I want her to go to a different place. And let me tell you something. The first time she does that, she will be so miserable. Everyone's looking at you. You're all alone. You're a fucking loser. No one likes you. The third time she does it, she's going to still be uncomfortable. The 10th time she'll be uncomfortable. By the 12th time, she'll be uncomfortable. And she'll be like, just let's get this over with. Somewhere in the middle, she'll be like, just disgusted with the fact that she has to do this. And towards the end, she'll be okay with it. And by the end, on the 50th meal, before or the 52nd meal, she'll be like, hey, girl, I'm having a great time. I don't want anyone to sit at my table. That is my advice for Shannon Bedore. She needs to have a meal on a Saturday night at a prime wow. hour from 7 to 8.30 by herself at a different restaurant for 52 weeks out of the year. And everyone's going to stare at you. And through that process, by the end, she will love eating by herself. And then, then she can go on Hinge and Bumble, and all the things she can call my friend Patty Stanger to fix her up, and then she can go find someone. I got to get off my soapbox, but that's my advice. Sorry. All right. Well, there's a hot take. Okay. There you go. You got me on a rant, girl. Um, oh, speaking um, of rants, and we don't have time to talk about this, people are very upset with you, Miss Sarah. Tell me why. Um, people did not care for your Bethany uh, Be Strong takedown. Um, yeah, people, oh. uh, I didn't realize that would strike. Wait a minute, I that was wild. Actually, we got a lot of feedback about that. 
Now that we're in the fall heading into the winter, I have one word for you, cashmere. Now, I know you all think, oh my God, I can't afford cashmere. Well, you can, thanks to Quince. The cashmere at Quince isn't only nice, it isn't only high-end, it's actually inexpensive. I got a whole Quince cashmere tracksuit for $150. Quince is my go-to spot for quiet luxury without paying luxury prices. They have so much more than just cashmere, though. Silk skirts, Italian leather bags, 14-karat gold jewelry, all starting at $30. Their stuff is so classic and timeless that it never goes out of fashion. You can wear their stuff for many seasons. And they have baby and kids and travel. There's so many options at Quince. Men's, women's. So upgrade your closet with Quince. Right now, go to quince.com slash velvetrope to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash velvetrope for free shipping and 365-day returns quince.com slash velvet rope you know i'm surrounded by dogs here in my hamptons condo complex and they're so cute and i love them but what i didn't know i was talking to a neighbor the other day and she was telling me you know maintaining a healthy dog can be really complicated she was talking to me about joint discomfort bad odor lack of energy so what separates a healthy dog from an unhealthy dog i had no idea but my neighbor turned me on to dr marty goldstein he's one of america's most renowned holistic vets and what i learned is that there's one potentially dangerous substance that you should stop feeding your dog E immediately. If your dog's been feeling tired or not having the energy it's used to, this number one compound could be the reason. Many dog food manufacturers have this substance in their dog foods, and it's one that most dogs consume on a daily basis. Now, Dr. Marty was actually dubbed the miracle worker by Forbes magazine because of this one simple change he made to help support dogs' overall health. The good news is this change can be easily done in one simple step from your own home. Because after years of research, Dr. Marty has decided to release an informative video to the public about which foods you should stop feeding your dog. Go to www.dogfoodexposed.com slash velvet and find out for yourself. That's www.dogfoodexposed.com slash velvet. People were like, you tell Sarah. I'm like, I can't even keep going. I can't keep up with who's. Oh, I got nasty tweets too. Let me look for these tweets. People people apparently. So that was my rant about Shannon. Anyone that's, I'm sorry. I'm really, really sensitive to things like drunk driving. I really am because there are people listening right now that have been affected by it. Right. A hundred percent. I couldn't agree with you more. Oh my God. You got me riled up. Oh, Um, people wrote. Sarah Frazier show. Oh my God. Who told you to work in media? You have the most annoying voice and opinions, all caps for how annoying you are. And I hope Bethany sues you for slander. Bethany Um, is not suing anyone people. Well, I like people like, Oh my God. So many people slid in my DMS about the whole Bethany be strong. Is it a charity? Is it not? Oh my God. I didn't guys, I didn't do the deep dive. It came from celeb fail. We just replayed a video. People are like, you tell Sarah. I don't give a rip. I mean, people, then people, a lot of people agreed with us. They want more. They either want Bethany talk, Dan, or they're like, they want more deep dives on celebrities. I'm not doing deep dives on people. It's, I don't care that much about these people. I enjoy them for entertainment. First of all, a deep dive is like someone who does like one show a week. That's like we spent six yeah. days. There's no deep dives here. This is called hot takes. Um, and by the way, will Shannon end up in jail? I don't know, but I'm not I so sure. No, she but you know? I think I think she'll lose her license and she'll have to do community service. And unless she has some sort of past um 
record, but I doubt, I doubt it. Uh, speaking of the OC, um, Miss Dodd, my good friend, and I say that loosely because she's probably not happy with me still these days. Um, but see, this is why I love Kelly, because even though Kelly is not thrilled with me all the time because I speak my mind and I don't give a fuck. I'm not here for Kelly Dodd's fucking approval. She can suck my dick. I still like Kelly when she does things like this. And I would still take her over the rat that is scurrying in the corner the Tam rat. So apparently Kelly Dodd has come out and really just like, and she, she tags Andy Cohn and she's like, why? No, she doesn't care. She's like, why is Tam rat back? She offers nothing. She's insufferable. She did not save, you know, she did not save the franchise. She is poor white trash. Her mother is white trash. All of my friends in the OC have yachts and beautiful businesses and beautiful clothes and homes and are rich. That's the thing. If Kelly Dodd really knew me, I'd probably fit her profile of like what she deems acceptable because she apparently she only likes people that are successful. But I don't need to plead my case to Kelly fucking Dodd. And then she tells Andy to get rid of this waste product, this old hag. She came for Tamara. And then Tamara clapped back at her. And apparently this was all over Uba. This was all over the fact that Tamrat, the rat that scurries, and Teddy on their platform over there said that they think Uba and Jenna do not show their true lives on Roni. And that's when Kelly went off and said, well, rat, girl, you don't show yours either. Well, Uba and the rat went back and forth on, because- Uh, Tamara and Teddy had a convo on their podcast about Uba. You're right. Not being transparent. And then Uba slid into her DMs and they went back and forth. And then Tamara said, why don't you come on the podcast? Tell your story. And Uba was like, absolutely not. No, thanks. Not interested. You're fake. Um, They had a whole. Yeah, they had a whole thing. Um, Teddy was fucking salivating. Oh, we're going to land Uba on the podcast. Not so fast, Teddy and Tamarat. Not so fast. And Uba, you know, Uba's thing. Oh, Tamara was like, oh, I wish they'd given you a better edit. You know, it's just that the edit of you was not great. You know, we didn't get to know you. And Uba's like, oh, come on, bitch. Like, you know how things are edited. Like, give me a break. You're sitting here trying to, you know, excuse yourself because of an edit. But was Uba like, bitch, first of all, I'm from New York City and I'm hot as hell. Second of all, I have a hot boyfriend, Mr. Connecticut, that we're going to get into in a second. Third of all, I'm young and I'm on my way in and this is only our second season. You, one of you is fired and the other one, you know, doesn't have such a long shelf life left in the franchise. So, bitch, kiss my ass. Is that what Uba said? Well, Tamra wrote Uba, we love you. Just didn't understand your anger towards Jenna on this season. And yes, the editing. Sorry, I take it all back. Oh, uh, writes, I bear no grudge against Jenna. She shared her perspective in her confessional, despite not being present for the full story. I found it crucial to address this and seek clarity. Regardless, regarding cheese, I grew tired of discussing minor matters like cheese when more significant issues had arisen. And it appeared that everyone was avoiding them and being passive. I wanted Jenna to know that the team she aligned with on the show didn't even want her. And then Tamara wrote, I wish they would have shown more of your perspective. I feel like you started to bring stuff up, but they glazed over it. I, It was very confusing to the viewer. And Uba goes, you know very well why they did that. 
I love it. The rat, the rat is scurrying before our very eyes, like basically kissing Uba's ass. And Uba's like, you basically just shaded me. Like, I don't need this shit from you. Listen, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I say don't fuck with a lawyer, but I've said it before. Don't fuck with people who live in New York City. Just don't do it. Um, did you like or watch? I watched part one of the reunion for the new reboot of RHONY. Any did you like it? Any thoughts? Like I feel welcome to the game, ladies. Welcome to the game. There's been more drama at this Rony reunion than there has been all season, Sarah. I feel this is the meat yeah. and potatoes. This is the meat and potatoes. This is getting down and like, okay, our girls know how to get down a little bit, right? Well, I think, you know, you brought this up. You and I talked about this. I think why we're seeing like a disconnect is because we have the Lizzie Savetsky kind of X factor to this whole season. My understanding is, you know, we they started filming quite a bit with Lizzie and her husband. Then we had they had that whatever incident. I don't think the incident's ever been confirmed. Those two were removed. So what we've been told by like people that have leaked it is like basically they the whole cheese incident and everything was kind of like they had to use that because it's why you never see the women initially intro to each other or meet because they'd done that. Lizzie was a part of that. They had to get rid of all that. And then we sort of see them start like almost midway through the season. So I think that's why you're not seeing everything. Um I think the reunion has been great. I, I liked, I like this cast of New York a lot. I, I would like to see it be a little bit more truthful, but I think we're probably seeing edits that we like don't even know about, you know? I think it's interesting to me how we started the season in one place. Like, look, Rolling Stone just did that huge article on Jessel of like, the girl who really wasn't even a housewife is like the breakout star. That was Now, I don't know what PR and media team you have that you got that placement, guys. Please understand this is how it works. It could have been Uba. It could have been anyone else. There's nothing that special about Jessel. She's great, but that's like a placed. She that's a great thing that she got that raise for the team. I I agree. I think she came out of nowhere. I feel the same way about Uba. I think Uba to me has had like kind of a not like kind of like a B-list player for me on this season. And now at the reunion, I'm kind of liking me some Uba where she's like. Yeah, well, she's real, unlike Jenna or whatever she said. And they were like, what? Well, she's Jenna, like, you know, TV Jenna is the victim, victim, victim. Real life Jenna is boss, you know, get it done. I have told you and this. I will say, like, I was most excited about Jenna. And Jenna yeah. is the one that, like, every time there's a conflict, I mean, you talk about scurrying like a rat. I mean, she scurries right on out. You know, I mean, it is a little, it's a bummer because I wanted to see her life so badly. But to me, it is a little staged to, to promote her lashes. Like it's a little um, like, oh, I don't want to argue. I don't want to. And it's like, bitch, you know what the show's about. Like, I mean, come on, you know, show us your boss. I mean, sometimes she does have these revealing moments about her mother, about how she was outed as being a lesbian. But I don't know. It's well, it's unfortunately not as authentic, I guess, as I thought it would be. I think the women are frustrated with that. I agree. And like, look, I mean, this is to no one, you know, people are like, is she going to quit? And there's a lot of speculation. in the yeah, beginning. Yeah. She's a one and done. She's not quitting. She posted when Cy was on my podcast, everyone go back and listen to my interview with Cy DeSilva. We did it right before the season premiered. Cy implied like, girl, David, Jenna likes this. She likes the spotlight. Cause I had that same, 
This is I what I project. That. This is what okay, I project. And I'm not saying it's her fault. I think the cast, producers, Jenna, I know what you're thinking. You're so good at this. You've been in the media forever, president of J. Crew. You promoted the lashes. Girl, you better duck. I think they're, I think production, not even the cast. I think Jenna is going to be done dirty next season of Roni. That's oh. my prediction. I think they're coming for like the Jenna fall takedown. I do. Ooh, I'm sorry. Right. I, I, you listen, guys, that crystal ball was in the back of the closet after Melissa Gorgat. I said, I put that thing away, but you know what? It's been so long. I said, Carl and Lindsay are going to last. I had to put that thing away. I had somebody come. They serviced the ball. The crystal ball is out. Ooh, it's back. So the crystal ball is back. And I looked into it before we got on the show. I predict a Jenna Lyons Roni takedown season next season. Okay. And I don't think it's anything she did. I just think she's going to get the edit because she's feeling like she, oh, like what she said on the reunion. Well, I mean, I, it's a very good argument. Well, I argue when it involves me and when it doesn't, I am not going to get involved. Very smart argument, Jenna. That's a Wise. great, that's a great life plan for life. This is Real Housewives of New York. So when you try to do that next season now, it's been noted. These people are going to destroy you. And by people, I mean, shed media that are responsible for New York and Salt Lake Housewives. They're going to give you a bad edit. I'm predicting it. All right. Oh. See. Uh, by the way, we'd said, I- I'm-, I'm dying to know this now. We'd said at the beginning, like, we were going to talk about who blocked us. Mm-hmm. And it's time to reveal. I want to know who blocked you. And then I'll tell you who just blocked me. I mean, I, I can't believe it. I'm right along. I'm right aligned with you now. Getting blocked left and right. Well, here's the thing, guys. Getting blocked is a great thing. You know, the is little it? podcast that doesn't have any listeners isn't blocked. When I started out, Sarah Darling, nobody blocked me. Then I got media, then I got press, then I got guests. Now everyone blocks me. Now, look, the thing about being blocked is you don't know when you're blocked. So I could be blocked. You could be blocked by, you know, the first person I realized that blocked me was probably PK, which we kind of talked about, which was after I said that. Yeah. You know, yep. then. I noticed the second, and there's more, there's gotta be more. And I'm probably forgetting people just off the top of my head. You know, look, I said things for a really long time about how Jen Shaw is a criminal. I mean, she is serving a federal sentence. So when I call Jen Shaw a criminal that belongs in jail, that stole from our guest, Penny Puckett, uh, apparently Jen Shaw was not happy that I called her a criminal. So Jen Shaw has blocked me. And then, you know, it's no, like, look, Margaret and I actually have spoken. I'm really good with Margaret. I have nothing against Margaret. You know, two things get to be true. We don't have to be best friends, but I really have no hard ill will feelings towards Margaret. But we did have a moment there and Margaret blocked me and she got Melissa to block me. So, I mean, I've said much worse things about Melissa. Then I noticed one day I was looking for the icon that is Lisa Rita. This is a long list. And Lisa Rinna has blocked me. And so the thing about being blocked is you don't know why you're blocked. You could only guess. So I assume I because I, I called Jen Shaw a criminal that that's why she blocked me. I think Rinna must, because I really see, I love Lisa Rinna. I love her. She's the goat. Yeah. I think Rinna probably blocked me because I said she was fired. And I'll still say she was fired. I still stand by that. They showed the thing. I think she took it back. She wanted to be there. I don't think Lisa Renna gave up a million dollars. So Lisa Renna didn't like that. I was saying she was fired. So she blocked me. 
And so the other day, I don't know why I was looking for this, maybe because of the feud with Kelly, but the fucking Tam rat blocked me. So the latest person to block me is the the only thing I can think of with the Tam rat. Say the rat that's crazy. She must not like that. But the kids call her Tam rat. I was just repeating it. It does. It is. It's 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 on brand. She scurries. She's a little scurrying rat. So I don't there's nothing personal against that like I didn't mean it personally but apparently Tamara did not like she must not like that I've called her a rat and I am blocked by Tamara so there you go well you're not the only one this week I exactly you don't know (sighs) blocked by these people till you go and search their profile and then it doesn't show up you know I'm a TLC expert I love all the shows on TLC and welcome to Plathville is a huge one it's about a couple down in Cairo Georgia that had like 10 or 11 kids their children were completely sheltered like I'm talking in 2020 this show debuted okay or 20 or 2019 like right before the pandemic and the kids had never seen a Coca-Cola they'd never had a cell phone like in 2019 how do you even shelter your kids from this anyhow they go on to have this hit show welcome to Plathville well this week Olivia and Ethan Plath have announced they're getting divorced after five years of marriage they were like the catalyst on the show right I'm blocked by Ethan Plath who's been on TSFS Tammy Slayton from Thousand Pound Sisters and now Ethan Plath and I've never said anything bad about Ethan Plath you haven't no, the only thing I ever did. Here we go. Because I have never said anything bad about Lee. I really, I say, I love Lisa Rinna. I love her. I, I, I just am guessing it must be because I said she was fired. Go on. I put up a picture on my TikTok, which is a true photo of Ethan Plath at a bar in Minneapolis with another woman that was not Olivia Plath a couple of weeks ago. And I said, guys, it looks like this is the proof they are no longer together. I don't know if that was it. He was lovely on my show, uh, but I am blocked. So I understand. I understand. And I thought to myself, you're welcome back on the show anytime. I don't know why, what I've done. Yeah, well, that might be it that you said that. I mean, that's, you know, I don't think it's that bad, but. um, I don't think so either, but uh, uh, I don't know. These uh, these individuals, you never know what upsets them and uh, they block away. So there you go. Block away, you're blocked. I mean, let me, I, I don't, is that, is that, because one of that, Ethan ain't so great, but is the other one still hot? Because I mean. Mike is the one that you think is but so But is hot. he still hot? Because Ethan has <laughs> lost it. He ain't so hot anymore, that Ethan. Micah is so smoking hot. He's out okay. here. In- okay. I needed to make sure he's, he's still a, hot. He's a model, East and West Coast. Okay. My God. Um, I just want to make sure. I mean, I was, I'll was. i look it up after. I just want to make sure he's still hot. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. So hot. Here's Micah. No, that's still hot. Um, okay. <laughs> so so you're blocked by some people. I'm blocked by some people. Oh, has everyone watched... Uh, yeah, that's how, and I love a blonde. I love a good blonde. That's why I love LA. So, yeah, he's um, really- has everyone watched episode three of American Horror Stories? Sounds no. Si- 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 no. With the what? one, I can't even speak. The only no. Lisa Rinna. Ugh, you watch that shit. He's, you know, I love. He's who's the guy that's such a genius? Ryan Murphy. Oh my god, he's such a genius. You know, he did Glee. Genius. That show is so freaky. American. Oh, I love Horror. it. I I wouldn't give a shit. It is like possessed. If he called me and said, "Oh, hi, darling, we want you to play a awful deceased dying radio legend," I would say, Ryan, in your dreams, sweetie, Sarah. I- 
I'm going to hang up on you now. You are not going to say no to being on American Horse. You are full of shite. I am not. This season, okay, Lisa Rinna is in- Kim Kardashian, excuse me. Well, she's weird. They are bizarre. Who would be in that show? Do you know the plot line- I would be. Of a a girl that eats a tapeworm and then becomes possessed. No, it is so evil and dark. Who who the fuck would be associated with that show? I'm sorry. It's It's weird. It's literally brilliant. I I went to the premiere one year here. I love it. I love everything about it. Freakish. No way. I would only, I would be in his glee performance. I would be in who did he did the Versace murder? No, absolutely oh not. My God. Who be in Dahmer. Who wants to go Honey, there? Honey, you might have to hand your sad card back in. <laughs> have it. I don't find murder and glamorous murder. Now, Versace was interesting because Phenomenal. it really didn't focus on the murder. But Dahmer, I mean, ate these men. I mean, give me a break. What no. about, did you watch OJ or the Monica Lewinsky yes. thing? They I were both, both fucking brilliant. I, I just don't like, it gets too freaky with that American horror story. Ugh, he's like possessed. Ugh, weird. Well, Lisa Rinna's episode is stories with an S. It's just one. It's one per. It's like each thing is self-contained, kind of like Tales of the Crypt. So yeah. Lisa Rinna's just in this one episode. It's about Ozempic. And Lisa Rinna fat shamed someone in the clip. So that's the clip. She's, Lisa Rinna was good in it, guys. Rinna, give your girl some love. I know you hate her. She did good. You you blocked me, bitch, but I'll still sing your praises, okay? Because that's the type of girl that I am, Okay. I love, I love it. She oh. she did. I liked the clip, but I'm, I ain't watching that shit. Old mm-hmm. David is coming back. You're getting me rather. Why is everyone saying people are convinced that Daddy Cone is disgusted by the Melon Ball? They're just like, people have dissected this appearance by Melon Ball on Watch What Happens. And they're like, Andy was like, Kyle, long time no see. Oh, yeah. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I love the clip that's going viral where she had the moment where she was sharing about her marriage issues with Edwin, I think, at the time, and nobody knew. And he was like, uh-huh. So Kyle, um, he just like, moves right on the poor melon ball. I mean, she really tried. And he didn't have he, – he, I don't think he was interested in her at all. Do you? No. And there was another – did you see this part where – like she was, she was referring because Tamara, you know, called him out and said, fuck you at the, at the reunion and talked about dick pics and said, well, you have dick pics, you know, at, at the OC reunion. So then she was saying something about like dick pics and where do you keep your, I don't know what she was saying, but she was saying something like, where do you keep this or that? And he was like, what? He was like, it's, it's like in the other room, like whatever. Like he basically was like, what, yeah. like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I don't know. People are saying, like, did Kyle say, listen, Andy, I'll come. You want the first quotes on all this with Mauricio? I'll, I'll be there. But listen, I, you, I let Teddy come. <laughs> I mean, how did you, I don't know. That's that's what's that's a good not, friend. It's going around that that's how she got there. I mean, I'm not saying she didn't deserve, but how did she get there? I mean, we found out that Heather McDonald paid her own way. How did Teddy get on Watch What Happens? I mean, I'm being really honest it's not like like luann may not be on the tv now but luann has a cabaret to promote he loves her like like what i mean it's not like you invite house i mean like jackie goldschneider got invited back for her book so you do get i mean i guess he invited her back to promote her her current job i guess i don't know 
I don't know. I'm not coming. That's, for the I wonder. I wonder if um, Kyle did. That's a good friend. If she pulled that. Um, wait. Do you want to do one more story? Or my son is like getting up no, from his nap. Let's so do I one might more. To... Let's do one more. Okay. Do okay. Do a quick one because then I've got to go grab my son. What do you want to do? Uh, you want to do your friend Allison Dubois oh. responding. Well, Allison, no, like, tell me what you know about Allison. Allison. Well, just that, you know, they brought up on that Watch What Happens live appearance. Andy goes, well, Allison Dubois, I guess the psychic was right. And Kyle said, no, she wasn't. She was talking. She was picking up the connection between Camille Grammer and Kelsey because their marriage was falling apart. And that's what she was picking up. And um, there was something else, I guess, that some other line that Alison Dubois said that people forget about on that episode. Know and then, this. Is that it? Or he will never emotionally fulfill you. Those are the so, lines. Alison Dubois clapped back. And she, um, she mentioned the behind the velvet rope and David Yontef podcast yes, in her clap back. Yes. She said that's the only reason that she watched her appearance. Uh, and she Miss says, oh, Kyle, you look so bothered by the mention of my name tonight and dinner party from hell prediction on Watch What Happens Live. I had to watch it for homework for David Yontif podcast behind the Velvet Rope interview since I don't watch Housewives and you have a new season. She went on to say, imagine my surprise, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I never use the word divorce is what Allison said. I don't care either way, but I never mentioned that. Be accurate. Yeah, that's true. I mean, so is that what Kyle, so, right. So listen, Allison is a very good friend of mine. She's been on this podcast four times and she's coming back. So everyone go. could rejoice and she's not lying. She was doing homework. Cause I said, listen, uh, um, it would help if you watched, you know, the first episode or two. So, you know, what's going on when you come back. And she said, are you really going to make me do this, David? And I said, this is behind the velvet rope. People are counting on experts. So if we are going to make the red carpet roll out for you, Allison, please watch. So she did. I I'm being sarcastic. You. Allison is, uh, the graciousness of her heart has subjected herself to watching this just for me. Really, this is a true story. So thank you, Allison, because trust me, she does not want to sit there and watch this. I love it. All right, I have to love you and leave you. Everyone needs to follow the Sarah Fraser show and behind the velvet rope. And I will talk to you very soon, Sarah Fraser. Like gorgeous. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of behind the velvet rope, because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple podcasts under behind the velvet rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.